how can I prevent burnout in my life? It's not a silly question. Grab a cuppa and come and join me, Kylie Thompson, for a little spiritual soul time out for teachers as we take hold of some practical tips on preventing burnout after the craziness of term one. Burnout is related to chronic workplace stress that hasn't been successfully managed, says Dr. Sophia Gerbais, clinical psychologist. And really, haven't we all experienced chronic workplace stress over the last two years, let alone term one this year? Oh my goodness. And how can tired teachers, new syllabuses and teacher shortages help us to successfully manage that stress? It can't. A continuous increase isn't sustainable. Yet, yet, I say this, yet, we can put things in place to help prevent burnout. First, we're going to take a little look at the difference between burnout and stress. A useful way of remembering the difference between burnout and stress is to think of stress as too much. So it's kind of like too much energy is coming in or too much adrenaline is filling your body or too many demands are happening all at once. And burnout is kind of more like being not enough. So feeling empty, exhausted, kind of just beyond the point of caring, says Dr. Sophia. You could break it down even further to words like exhaustion depersonalization, inefficacy, where perhaps you have low physical, emotional and cognitive energy, you have an increase in cynicism, perhaps you have negative feelings towards your work, Um, perhaps you're doubting the quality and meaning of your work, reduced feelings of personal accomplishment, hopelessness, these are all connected to burnout. Burnout can be stopped. It is a slow and devastating process that unravels over time. This means we need to act early to prevent it from happening. You need to take care of your soul. The inner workings of who you are need to be cared for as a priority in stopping burnout in its tracks in your life, especially after the last two years and the crazy term one that we have just had. The burnout syndrome happens in four key phrases, says Dr. Sophia. Number one is the honeymoon phase. Number two is onset of stress. Number three is chronic stress. And number four is burnout. If managed effectively, the honeymoon phase is where we should be. But I know that our Reality 101 is pretty much not going to be the honeymoon period, right? (laughs) 
we have just had two years of lockdowns and online learning. We've been having daily exposure to COVID calls in our classrooms. Some of us have had COVID and had to go back to work in and out of having family with COVID. Um, you know, sometimes this has probably been one of the hardest terms that we've actually had to teach on the back of two really hard years. I don't think any of us are in the honeymoon phase of this um, burnout syndrome. Perhaps some of us are in onset of stress. Some of us are in chronic stress and perhaps you are even recognizing you are in burnout. There are also side effects of burnout. We have physical side effects like tension, chronic headaches, stomach problems and exhaustion. We have emotional side effects such as emotional blunting, helplessness, cynicism and depletion. And we have behavioral side effects. We withdraw, we become irritable, we neglect personal needs and we lose our motivation. My prayer for you as we head into term one is that you will be heading into this next term with some strong boundaries in place to help you stay fueled and strong and far, far away from burnout. If I open up my Bible and I read through the life of Jesus, I clearly see that Jesus set boundaries repeatedly in his life. One of the first things that I notice about Jesus is he was actually really good at self-care. I know it's a little bit taboo in our faith-filled world, but self-care was something Jesus did. He took time to look after himself. He understood himself and his limitations in his human body. He knew that he needed to stop regularly to pray and be with the Father, to eat and to rest and to be with his loved ones. He knew that and he did that. For us, attending to our foundations, like enough sleep, looking after our food intake, um, drinking enough water, exercise, spending time with loved ones, These are foundational to soul care, to making sure that your body and your soul are looked after first. Your interior life matters. Your physical body matters right now. That's what you've been given. That's what you've got to carry you through. You need to care for you. It's not only about chocolate and bubble baths, writes Dr. Sophia. It's also about having boundaries, saying no, and really knowing what to prioritize so that we don't neglect ourselves. Another thing that is really important to help prevent burnout is challenging your beliefs. Now, I do talk about this in episode six, does the way I think about myself really matter? Yes, it does. Um, And also I challenge a belief in episode seven, why do I feel like I need to earn a rest? And I encourage you to go back and have a listen to those. But I think it's important to know we might think we don't deserve time out, that it is selfish and that we haven't earned it. But these are actually unhealthy beliefs. And these can create internal stresses. We stress ourselves out, stressing about taking time out. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? But we do it, don't you? I, I know I do, and I bet you do as well. 
what we have to do is gently chase away these thoughts. You know, we can't just stop thinking them sometimes, but every time perhaps we go, I've got so much more to do, I haven't earned a rest yet, we can say to ourselves, hang on a second, hang on a second, I do not need to earn a rest. Rest is an essential part of the rhythms of my life so that I may be well and do well. Just change your thinking slightly. Be gracious towards yourself. Do not get cranky with yourself in those moments. Just remind yourself gently of what is true. And the third thing to help prevent burnout is to consider your sphere of control. What do you have control of in your work-life balance? Can you put boundaries in? At this time of the day, I will leave all of my work at school and be home. What doesn't get done, doesn't get done. Make sure you take your holiday leave. You know, I know I'm prepping in the holidays, but I usually take a whole week of that without looking at my emails, without thinking about school as much as I can and just enjoying quality time with my family and being present and just resting and doing those things that feed my soul. Perhaps even setting up boundaries around work elements would be beneficial. Timetable things in. Don't let your day be taken away by the little things that pop up. Be intentional. Plan. What will I do with my RFF time? What will I do with the hours after school? What will I do in certain lunch breaks? Make sure you're taking a rest, but plan. Be intentional. It also means that we have to accept things we can't change. It doesn't mean that we welcome it or condone it. Please hear me on that. (laughs) It just means that we are making a conscious choice to focus our energy on things we do have the power over. You do have power over your self-care. You do have power over your beliefs. And you can look at your sphere of control and make some choices. Take some time this week to put these burnout boundaries in place so that you can finish this next term in strength with energy and keeping your love and passion for teaching. But you must prioritize looking after your soul. In the podcast called Young Adults Today, Dr. Alicia Britsholy is interviewed and she says this of a well soul. The very first time the word healthy appears in the English language, it appeared in a Christmas Day sermon from a Benedictine monk and abbot named Alfred of Ineshkem. It's the year 1000, she says, and this is what he says. The Son of God was crowded in his inn that he might give us a spacious dwelling in the kingdom of heaven if we obey his will. He asks nothing of us as reward for toil, except a soul's health, that we may prepare ourselves for him, pure and uncorrupted in bliss and everlasting joy. And isn't that just a beautiful picture of God's heart for our souls? That perhaps as we care for our inner lives and we tend to those places, that we are gifting God. God has gifted you a soul. How are you caring for it? 
who I am is valuable, so I will take time to tend to my soul care and self-care needs. My interior life matters. I am worth the care because it overflows into every area of my life. Today, I will take control of what I can and let go of what I can't. Thanks for joining me for episode 10 of It's Not a Silly Question, a spiritual soul time out for teachers. I have loved hearing from many of you over the Easter break and I am so, so grateful for your encouragement. It has been an absolute blessing and helps to fuel my fire to see teachers caring for their needs, making sure they're looking after their soul so that they can be amazing in their personal lives and in their teaching careers and callings. If you would like to leave a review, that would be amazing. That's always really helpful for getting this podcast out there or sharing it with other teacher friends. Fantastic. You can email me at carly at carlythompson.com or direct message me through Instagram at carlythompson underscore faithrightteach. Remember that setting some healthy boundaries today will help prevent burnout from happening. So grab your journal and a cuppa and get some thoughts on paper. Find an accountability pal and check in on each other regularly to make sure you're doing okay. You and your soul not only deserve the care, but need it as an essential part of your daily rhythms of life. Allow me to share the serenity prayer written by American theologian, Reinhold Niver. Father, Give us the courage to change what must be altered, serenity to accept what cannot be helped, and the insight to know the one from the other.